Welcome back to the Hot to Best Daily Pick Show for Saturday, September 25th. Got some more college football action on slate today. Pretty good slate on tap here for week four. So let's just jump right into it. I'm first game we're taking a look at a big 12 matchup texas tech taking on texas texas tech somehow three and oh on the year texas two and one and this texas tech team has surprised the heck out of me this season granted stephen f austin fiu not the greatest of opponents but that win over houston the first week of the season was dang impressive as far as texas goes you know steve starkeesian comes in to replace tom herman as head coach you know bringing the the offensive mind here to texas um and they looked you know decent against ull in week one Got the win over Rice last week, but that loss to Arkansas is definitely concerning for me. You know, this Arkansas team, I think, is very underrated from where they are. I would honestly not be shocked if they go knock off Texas Tech or Texas A&M rather this weekend. Um, but this Texas team just, you know, hasn't been super high on this year. You know, Hudson Card, Casey Thompson splitting snaps at quarterback this season. And really, whenever you got two quarterbacks on the field for one team, it doesn't necessarily doesn't usually work out too great um but in fairness they both played pretty decent this year nothing really to, to, to hate on them too much um and Bajay robinson you know rushing the ball has done a great job 299 yards this season for him um and you know texas has really just done a great job rushing the ball this season 400 or not 400 245 rushing yards per game for them uh, in no small part because of that offensive line that returns four starters from last year um only a out six sacks this season so doing pretty good there and they've averaged 39 points per game this season so sarkeesian has brought some scoring to this texas team um but for texas tech you know matt wells was impressive against houston somehow got off to a 3-0 start here and he's really you know coaching for his job at this point he needs success for texas tech this season or you know he could be all but done in lubbock um for this texas tech team though returned 15 starters from last year's team and this is a team that's doing a great job scoring the ball too putting up 40 points per game um tyler sog at quarterback has done a great job this year 804 passing yards this season and really he you know is living up to his high high draft pick potential you know he is doing every bit of what people said he would do coming into the year offensive line returned four starters um tajay brooks has done a great job running the ball 284 yards this season um and really just offensively texas tech's up there you know both these teams offensively have done a pretty good job and you know that's really what you've come to expect in the big 12 um but defensively i do think texas tech gets the slight edge here you know their defense is allowed um only 21.33 points per game um and while i wasn't huge on this texas tech team coming into the season you know if you go back and watch the big 12 preview um i don't know remember what my prediction was exactly for texas tech but i had them finishing you know just above kansas in the big 12 which um completely wrong about that at least as of right now granted we'll have to see how it fares out here in big 12 play but against this texas team that is honestly quite average you know their defense is has got some talent no doubt you know they're averaging um only 19.33 yards per game only allowing 5.83 yards per game um or yards per play rather um but i think texas tech opponents while well neither of these teams have played great opponents you know houston and, and arkansas are really the only two games for both these teams that looked any good um but those two games you know we saw texas tech go out and, and beat a houston team that is pretty good we saw texas go out and you know not look great against an arkansas team and honestly given texas tech seven and a half points here um even though they are on the road you know getting that hook over the touchdown I just I, I just can't bet Texas. I think Texas Tech honestly keeps this very close. I would not be shocked if they come away with a win in this one. So I'm taking Texas Tech plus seven and a half here in this game.
Next game on the card, two teams from the same state staying in Texas. Got SMU taking on TCU, the crosstown rival here. Both these teams come into this game undefeated. SMU 3-0 on the year, TCU 2-0. Um, and for SMU, you know, it looked very good against North Texas and Abilene Christian. You know, covered the spread in both those games. And while they didn't cover the spread against La Tech, you know, I had La Tech in that game. I didn't really expect them to. Um, and that's no fault to SMU. I just think that spread was way off. You know, people are just really undervaluing that La Tech team. Um, and this SMU team has looked pretty good. As far as CTU, you know, 2020 season was pretty good for them. 5-1 and one on the year there. Got wins over Duquesne and Cal here um, this season um, did only beat Cal by two points which you know I would have liked to see more scoring from TCU if this is a team you know really is for real um, and Maddox Dugan hasn't necessarily you know been the most electric quarterback in the world only 441 passing yards this season for him but this is one of the deepest teams in the Big 12 you know Quinn Johnson um, leads a group of wide receivers that is, is is pretty stacked you know he has 133 yards this season and behind this offensive line that only allowed 23 sacks last season um it seems like the sky's the limit for what this tcu offense can do you know they've put up 39.5 points per game this season granted all the points per games right now don't mean a whole lot because of all the fcs games um but you know they've only allowed three sacks so that offensive line's doing pretty good and really, this, this TCU offense has just been pretty stellar. On the other side of the ball, SMU, not bad either, um, putting up 43.33 points per game this season. And Tanner Mogdigal, um has done a great job passing the ball. Um, 1,023 passing yards, 16 touchdowns through three games absolutely off the chart stats granted north texas Abilene christian la tech not the, the the craziest schedule in the world but some impressive games nonetheless um you know lasissi's mentally um has done a great job rushing the ball for them to 250 yards this season and really both these offenses it's going to be a high scoring game it's going to be two high powered offenses going up against each other um and the defenses aren't bad either you know for smu has held teams to 19.33 points per game this season delaney robbins on the defensive side of the ball you know 21 tackles at linebacker this season he's been really impressive um and like i said that spreading his law tech was just wrong you know it, it's it's not their fault they didn't cover that spread they just you know, they shouldn't have been that big a favorite as far as tcu goes on defense you know patterson really has put a pretty good defense on the field they've only allowed 17.5 points per game this season held duquesne um, to only three points in week one it's really that cow game in week two where you know they let them put up 32 on them is really the concern I have for this TCU team. Granted, they're at home here, um, but obviously SMU doesn't have far to travel. You know, the the trip from Dallas to Fort Worth isn't exactly a long one. Um, and this TCU team, why, you know, at the beginning of the season and still now, they have a, a pretty good defense, a pretty really good defensive line, in fact. Um, I just don't know that they're going to blow SMU out of the water by any means. I think this SMU team in this rivalry game does end up keeping it really close. Um, and I think they surprised a lot of people. So I like SMU plus nine here in this one. Next, we've got an ACC matchup between Clemson and NC State. Clemson comes into this game two and one on the season. NC State also two and one. And these are two very interesting teams at the moment. You know, NC State, big time wins over both South Florida and Furman. Did not look great in that week two matchup against Mississippi State? But I think that's why a lot of people are discounting them in this game. This NC State team is not a bad team at all. Um, 
and they really got some playmakers. As far as Clemson goes, obviously enter the season with six straight conference titles, but the post-Trevor Lawrence era has not necessarily been great to him. You know, the loss in week one to Georgia um, is nothing. It's not a bad loss by any means. I mean, Georgia is going to be a playoff contender all season, um, but with the wins over, you know, South Carolina State, um, the close win over Wake Forest, I just don't really know what to think of this Clemson team. You know, they've definitely lost this step. They don't have all the playmakers like we've seen in past seasons. You know, DJ Oluangalele, um is no by no means a bad quarterback. You know, he's, he's looked impressive at times of the season, you know, 475 yards a season. While it's not great, um, it could be better. You know, this offense has only put up 22 points per game this season. Honestly, that needs to be higher if this team wants to contend. Um, you know, freshman Will Shipley has really been a breakout star for this team as far as running the ball, 175 rushing yards for him this season. Um, but offensively, Clemson's just got to put more points on the board as far as nc state's offense goes you know they enter the season with a really really good backfield um quarterback devin leary returns after missing seven games last season and through three games here has passed for 794 yards so looking pretty good there um zonovan knight has done a great job running the ball 298 yards this season for him and he's got a really good receiving core to throw to um leary does here so um offensively not a whole lot of concern for nc state in this one you know, their offensive line is honestly one of the best in the conference. Center Grant Gibson um, is really probably going to be a potential pretty high draft pick. And really, these two teams just are, are, are very interesting to me. I'm not sure why NC State's getting 10 points, especially at home against the Clemson team that really hasn't put up anything. I think a lot of that is, is still people just looking at last year and seeing the name Clemson. It's like, yeah, Clemson's going to be good. And obviously, the loss to Missouri or Mississippi State does not help this NC State team one bit. Um, but it's a team that's put up 33.33 points per game, and they got a pretty good defense, too. You know, return nine starters from last year's team, 10.33 points per game is all the defense is allowing done a great job there um and with drake thomas you know the stud linebacker 25 tackles this season i really think this nc state team finds a way to keep it close um not to say that clemson's a bad team on defense you know they have one of the best defensive lines in college football um and their secondary you know has looked good at times they have held teams to 10.33 points so it's not like you're you're putting up a ton of points against clemson but their offense just isn't producing. And if Clemson's offense isn't producing, they're not going to just blow teams out of the water. And we saw that against Wake Forest. We saw that, well, I guess they lost to Georgia, but we saw that against Georgia. The South Carolina State game kind of threw out of the water. I mean, I'm not really putting a whole lot of weight in that one. But I just really don't think this Clemson team is, is what they were a couple years ago. I think NC State keeps it very close in this game. Like them, plus 10 here. Now, for the next game on the card, heading out west, got UCLA taken on Stanford. UCLA comes into this game 2-1 and one on the year. Stanford also 2-1 and one on the season. And for the Stanford team, a disappointing loss, to say the least, against Kansas State in Week 1. You know, David Shaw had this team at 4-2 and two last season. They had high hopes coming into the year. And while they have rebounded decently well against USC and Vanderbilt, you know, both those getting the wins in both those games, um, there's just... Still something to be desired from the Stanford team. For UCLA, huge win in week zero over in Hawaii. Got the huge win again in week one against LSU. Last week, though, falling to Fresno State. Um, but honestly, I don't know that that's a, a horrible loss for this team. Fresno State is, is honestly just a very good team in the Mountain West. Um, and they should have never been 11-point favorites, if we're being honest there. So hard to do a whole lot there. And really, the games that UCLA lost last year and even this year so far, they're all close games. They're all less than a touchdowns games. 
And this team is just very interesting here in the Pac-12 South. You know, Dory Thomas Robinson has done a great job this season, 668 passing yards for him this year. The offensive line looks like they have improved from a not great line that they had last year. Um, and Zach Canabit has done a great job rushing the ball for this UCLA team, 242 yards this season. So UCLA on offense definitely has the stars, has the firepower. As far as Stanford goes, you know, Tanner McKee has been all right at quarterback this season with 570 yards this season. Um, the offense, though, has just struggled to produce outside of that. You know, um, even though they've put up 30 points per game this season, there's just so many holes that I, I think they have left to fill and going up against a UCLA defense that, you know, is by no means a bad team. You know, they allowed 6.7 yards per play and 43.8 points per game last season. And they've just done a great job reducing that this year. Granted, again, you know, the haven't really played a whole lot of teams yet, um, but only allowing 5.2 yards per play and 24.67 points per game. Love to see that. Chip Kelly just has this team in a great place right here. Um, and this would be amazing win for them on the road and while Stanford's defense is by no means the worst they got a lot of holes just a lot of question marks still even here week four into the season um, I just don't think they're great I think they struggle in this game I think they struggle down the road here and honestly I think UCLA gets a pretty major you know win here one that they they really just need they can't lose this game um, and I think they cover that four and a half point spread really easily so like UCLA minus four and a half here in that one now, next and final matchup on the card, got a Big Ten showdown between Nebraska and Michigan State. Nebraska coming into this game 2-2 two and two on the season. Michigan State undefeated at 3-0. and oh. And Nebraska team, you know, coming into the season, hoping this would be the year Scott Frost finally did something, looking for at least a bowl game or something under Scott Frost. But so far, it hasn't been great. You know, wins over Fordham and Buffalo are okay, I guess. Yeah, you should win those games. Um, but they didn't look great in week zero against Illinois. End up losing that game. Um, they didn't look horrible against Oklahoma. You know, the, the spread would have said they should have got blown out. They do cover that. So um, do something there. But this Michigan State team has just had some some major wins. Northwestern, Youngstown State, Miami. Granted, those teams are not the, 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 the you know, the, the greatest teams in college football at the moment by any means. Um, but I think those all three in different ways are very good wins for this Michigan State team. You know, Mel Tucker just has this team looking very, very good right now. Peyton Thorne at quarterback has done an amazing job this season. 726 yards for him. And he's got a great wide receiver duo in Jalen Reed and Jalen Naylor to throw the ball. And they've just been on absolute fire. Not to mention really the, the, the key and the monster part of this offense is Kenneth Walker III, who's done a great job running the ball this year, 493 yards this season. Um, and, you know, this was a team that, that a year ago was last in the Big Ten for scoring, only putting up 18 points per game. Really have just swung that in the complete opposite direction, scoring 39.33 points per game this season. So offensively, Michigan State is not a problem at all. As far as Nebraska goes, Adrian Martinez just really has not lived up to his freshman potential that he once had. Well, it hasn't been horrible this year. You know, he has a 1,017 passing yards this season, which honestly, when I saw that number, I was very shocked. You know, he, he runs the ball decently well, too. Um, and he's found a way to put up 29.5 points per game this season. Granted, Ford and Buffalo, uh, you know, throws a lot of that into there. And the fact that they've played an extra game really does help boost those stats a little bit. Um, and I think they're going to struggle here against a Michigan State defense. And honestly, I think Nebraska 
Texas defense is going to struggle against a Michigan State offense. You know, their run defense for Nebraska is not great at all, allowing 156.25 um, yards per game on the ground. I think that number even skyrockets here against a Michigan State team that does a great job running the ball. Uh, while their defense has held teams to 15.7 point, 15.75 points per game, um, we're obviously going to see that number rise here when we get into the heart of Big Ten play. And I really just think this Nebraska team is going to struggle with that. As far as Michigan State's defense, though, goes though um they've really been a good team this year i've only allowed 4.73 yards per play on defense only given up um 17.33 points per game this season on defense and mel tucker has just got this defense absolutely cooking here in his second season honestly i think this is one of the easier bets of the day i've been on michigan state a couple times this season already and honestly it feels like a team that i'm just going to keep riding all season i absolutely love mel tucker absolutely love peyton thorne and kenneth walker the third is an absolute stud at running back so give me michigan state minus five here in this game and that is it for the college football week four card if you want to speak for everything in college football and the nfl this week head over to hotdebest.com check out the computer model picks up there as well as all the other shows from this week if you're not following me hot to best chris on twitter and instagram make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content as well as on the best stamp app to get early access to all the picks you can get access to all those picks really right before i record every show also follow the hot to best main account on twitter instagram facebook tiktok to stay up to date on all the computer model action and most importantly importantly if you're watching here on youtube hit the like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content and drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on for this saturday college football slate should be a pretty excited one i can't wait um so thanks for watching today's video and i will see you guys tomorrow